Hello and welcome to the Big Vision Gaming Weekly Podcast. Like always, you guys are out there listening in on your favorite podcast providers like iTunes or Google Play, or maybe you stop by BigVisionGaming.com to listen in. So while you're there, you should hit that like, subscribe, and uh, leave us a rating. Now, who are we? We're a group of two to five friends uh, from the Big Vision Gaming uh, clan who decided we could record a podcast where we discuss things like games, movies, and anything that comes up in between. I'm your host, Tom, and I'm again solo. I, you know, I, I said I was going to do the um, the phases, and this is this is part two. Yeah, this is Marvel phase, the MCU phase two. So yeah, uh, let's get into it. I was telling you guys that I had, had um, been watching the movies, and and I the so this is the order I watched them in. We'll start with that. The order I watched them in was Iron Man three, Thor two, The Dark World, Guardians, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy one, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume two, and I'll say why I watched that one um, here. Um, pretty much like Guardians of the Galaxy 2 takes place technically in the three-month span, so I was watching the movies in... It's not technically the release phase 3, but um, it made sense to put it in right after Guardians 1. Uh, and then we have Captain America Winter Soldier and then Age of Ultron. So yeah, let's let's jump right into, into this. Um... You know, I'm not exactly sure how long this will take. Uh, I do have a lot better notes than I did the first time, guys. And, uh, yeah. So, Iron Man 3. What more can we say? So, Iron Man 3. We have um, Tony, Pepper Potts, and Rhodes. Um, Rhodey. Uh, I think. Who else was that in there? Happy, you know, they're all making a return. This is the third movie in the franchise now. Um, new characters: we have the Mandarin, um, Aldrich Killian, uh, Maya Haynes. Um, so basically, you start out the movie. Tony's kind of obsessed about the threat of um, war after after the 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 happenings of of um, uh, the first Avengers film. The, the invasion um so he's also dealing with some ptsd like symptoms um which have him like panicking um and he's wor- real worried about his health um so basically what this movie is 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 tony's past come back to haunt him yet again um some old acquaintances conspire to do bad things <laughs> you know as always um uh, but they actually they need him to finish what he, what they started um there's this regenerative serum uh, that that Maya Haynes had developed, and Tony kind of drunkenly won party back in like the 90s had had done solved a big problem with it. Um, so and and that was to take it from her plants to people now. Um, so basically, what this is doing, like people are are becoming, they they've developed a serum that allows people to regenerate, like lost limbs, everything, you know, like it's crazy. Um, but uh, people are blowing up in the streets, and uh, so the Mandarin was developed to kind of be um, alt, 
Aldrich Killian's um, uh, fake tourist. You know, he made him up so that they can kind of get away with these experiments, things blowing up and going boom. Um, so just make the extra notes of the, you know, a, a lot of Iron Man, a lot of Iron Man suits were destroyed <laughs> in the making in this film. Um, there were a bunch, uh, but so, I mean, I'm, I'm very much boiling this movie down to its, its basic, uh, things. Um, or there's another character to in, they introduced, which was a kid, you know, he was really there to just kind of poke fun and have a little fun with, with, um, uh, Tony Stark. So it's, uh, it's probably, it's, it's better than Iron Man 2, but, um, yeah, I don't. I don't really know what to say there about that. It was an okay film. Um, at, at the end of it, the resolution is, you know, I mean, it's more than okay, right? Like, Tony Tony develops a lot in this movie. He, there's a lot of character development. Um, he actually goes through, at the end of the movie, he removes his the power core, and they remove the rest of the shrapnel, so he doesn't have to live with that. Um, um, he takes down some of his old demons, you know? <laughs> so... Yeah, it, it's it's a it's a fine film. Um, so then we jump right into Thor two, right? Um, I know I went through and was talking about all the end cutscenes, but th this is one of the only ones that I actually remember. Um, so Thor two, we have Thor, we have the whole cast coming back basically. Um, Thor, Jane, her helper Darcy, Eric Sullivan. Um, I think it's the name. Uh, Odin and and Loki all making a return. Loki's in prison, you know, after his shenanigans from from the first Avengers film. Um, Thor is off quieting the nine realms at the beginning of the movie. Uh, he's got no time for Jane. <laughs> he can't return. The fro well, the bridge is open, but they're using that to to quiet the realms at the moment. So uh, that you know, so no 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 time to return to J uh, Jane back on Earth. Um, until she stumbles across the reality stone, which is a tool sought after by the dark elves, um, who are wishing to bring, uh, back darkness or something of the sort to the entire galaxy. Remove the light. It's only dark. Um, so because she came in contact with that, it's now, it's now, um, uh, exorcist. Uh, it's, it's inside of her. It's possessing her, I guess. Um. She, she's absorbed it somehow. Uh, but, um, so she's brought to Asgard. Uh, so with her in Asgard, uh, the, the dark elves invade, uh, actually, uh, Thor's mother dies here. Uh, Odin, Odin kind of blind with the loss of his wife. Um, after, after the dark elves invade, kind of, kind of, um, hampers the progression of the story <laughs> so thor thor breaks loki out in order for them all to escape from asgard uh so so that uh thor can try to extract the or get someone to extract essentially there's a plot to get uh um the dark elves to extract the, the reality stone from from jane um so yeah, the reality stone extraction from Jane—it's it's a bad idea altogether. Um, 
but it will save her life. She's dying, so it has to get done. So Thor's thinking with his, you know, he he's thinking nothing more of uh, other than protecting Jane. So, um, in here, in this, in that uh, scene, there, you know, Loki dies, and he does it for Thor. You know, it's a touching moment uh, between the brothers, the half brothers, um, abduct brothers, I guess. Um, so after this, <laughs> there's a there's a big fight scene back on Earth. Uh, you know, a lot of this, the the escape they escape to the uh, the dark realm, and that's where they you know come across the dark elves. Of course, you know a lot of dark dark. It's a lot of dark scenes. Good lord, there's all they need more color. Um, but yeah, there's a big fight scene. I already forgot kind of how it goes, but uh, uh, the back on Earth big fight scene. I, Thor one, I guess. <laughs> Skip to end credits. End credits. The Asgardians are handing over the reality stone to the collector. You know, they introduce the collector here. Um, uh, and they note something about, uh, you know, it's not safe to have that many Infinity Stones that close together. You know, they have the Tesseract. The Tesseract is the space stone. So, you know, we're click checking off the reality stone and the space stone. And then, as we discussed previously, Loki's staff is the mind stone. So there's three down. All right, yeah. So I'm making I'm making hella good time here. Uh, these, you know, I know I'm probably butchering these movies, but uh, this is this is a whole series we're trying to get through here. And uh, if you guys if you guys like this over the last one, you guys let me know. Um, so Guardians of the Galaxy, another another um set of this is a good movie. Um, so this whole this whole phase too, like this is a this is actually a very good phase for the Marvel movies. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy. This is this is a surprise hit. I you know knew nothing about Guardians of the Galaxy going into this. They've changed the comics a lot since then. Um, basically, this movie revitalized the franchise. Uh, so we have got uh, Peter Quill, an Earthling, a Drax, a space guy, uh, Rocket, some little mechanical, um, not mechanical, uh, genetically engineered maybe raccoon um yeah he, he's he's kind of fucked up about all that um drax he's lost his whole family uh groot i don't know much about groot because i am groot um gamora is the daughter of, of thanos that's right so that makes up all our good guys for this movie um so that's right we've got thanos now uh we've got ronan and we've got nebula uh who also is a daughter of thanos uh, and that make they make up our baddies. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, don't forget to, uh, we've got Yondu and the Ravagers and the Collector. So we'll we'll run we'll run down all of them soon. So the movie you know is out and uh, everyone's uh, rushing to get the Infinity Stone. I I guess it. Uh, the movie starts out. Peter Quill's getting abducted by aliens in the beginning of the movie. He's just a kid then. Um, Small and good for thieving. Uh, Yandu picks him up. Uh, Yandu has uh, is hired to pick up uh, him and deliver him to his father, but um, so he doesn't. Whatever. Everyone at the beginning of the movie is after after the Infinity Stone. Uh, it's just a ball, uh, an Infinity Stones inside of it. Thanos hires Ronan to do it. Um, and someone hires Yondu and the Ravagers to do it. 
I think it was the collector. I'm not actually certain. Uh, I knew they horse that information out of uh, one of the dealers, the brokers. Uh, but that doesn't necessarily mean the collector was the one who had hired him for that very specific job. Um, so, yeah, Peter runs off, actually, and goes and steals it before everyone. <laughs> um, gets himself in a bit of trouble back on Xandar, the, uh, the Novacore home, home world. Um, Peter, Drax, uh, Rocket, Gamora, and Groot, they all have to team up in, in the prison to escape and, uh, go, go try to sell this, this stone to the collector. And then while they're, so, you know, that takes place, um, Peter's trying to smooth on Gamora, the, the whole team is, eh, kind of clicking, kind of not, you know, whatever, it's seen and seen, it's, you know, it's, it's very fun, there's a lot of good music here in this, in this movie, um, a lot of people say you could put, plug anything into this movie outside of, outside of, uh, Marvel, and it's still just as good of a movie, I'm like, eh, sure, they got a formula, the formula works, um, but, uh, so Ronan shows up before the collector actually gets the stone. No. What happens? Um, something happens at the collector's, uh, uh, one of the slaves gets their hands on the stone. It blows up, kills that person. Uh, Gamora picks it up and they're now on the run. She's like, I can't trust this asshole with this. So they're, they're on the run. Uh, Ronan shows up. Uh, the chase ensues, uh, Nebula ends up with the, with the stone at the end of the chase. She gives it to Ronan. Ronan does not give the stone as hired to, um, uh, Thanos. Uh, you know, he's like, fuck you, Thanos, I've got the stone. (laughs) So now Ronan has the stone and he now is, um, uh, seeking to destroy the Nova Corps home planet, uh, Xandar. Um, because, you know, he's a, a Kree extremist and the Kree are, had recently signed some treaty with Xandar and, uh, and yeah, so they, uh, he sees them as a plague. So he's just going to wipe this little planet off, off the face of the earth. And that was part of the reason why Thanos, uh, why, why he was working for Thanos. Thanos was going to do that for him. Now he doesn't, now he's got the power stone. He don't know how to do that. Um, so Peter shows up, uh, with, with the crew in tow, you know, all, all, all of those, um, Drax, Rocket, Gamora, um, and they all team up with the Ravengers to protect Xandar and steal back the Power Stone, you know, so they can sell it off again. (laughs) Uh, so basically this movie all boils down to a little (laughs) dance-off. Um, yeah, yeah, so they, they, they end up having a cool fight scene dance off ensues power stone is kept um the guardians of the freaking galaxy uh wield the power and just dispose of of ronin um note at the end of the movie that here Peter finds out that he's not actually all human um and that leads right into guardians of the galaxy 2 which is an even shorter synopsis uh than the first guardians so, yeah, man, flying right through here. Um, so, yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, we're, we're starting, I went right into the next movie. Um, the crew is back. Um, 
uh, I didn't mention a whole lot about Nebula in the last film, but uh, she betrayed Thanos, so she was on the run. She gets captured by by some supreme being things. Um, so Ego is really the new face here in this movie, and Ego is uh, actually Peter Quill's dad. Um, he's a celestial being uh, who is crazed with making the entire galaxy part of himself. Um, in order to do that, he needed the, he needed Spawn. He needed his kids. Um, so he had gone around planet to planet, planting his seed and planting his seed. Uh, there's actually a physical seed that he plants uh, for the that needs to take hold so that uh, he can take over the planet in the future and and uh, his his seed. You know, he Spawn. Um, so yeah. Uh, and 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 this movie really boils down to you know I, again I'm making just super short things in this you know this is full spoilers you know you guys you guys are all up on this as as I said before I should probably go through and at the beginning to pref repreface it this you know this the, this series is not for people who have not really seen the movie they're just kind of it's a quick refresher to get you guys kind of like up to speed it's not going to give you a bunch of the uh, um, uh, it's not going to give you all the Easter eggs. It's just going to give you, oh, yeah, I remember that. Oh, yeah, I remember that. You know, like, so you don't actually, if you choose not to go back and watch the movies before seeing Endgame. Um, but uh, it's also a, a fun little recap. So, um, yeah, so back to this. Uh, Peter was all, all for actually helping Ego out uh, uh, make the galaxy great. You know, he had brainwashed him almost, but... Uh, Right up until the point Ego said, ah, I killed your mom, uh, that, that kind of, <laughs> that kind of did that, and ended that whole thing, um, so there's an epic fight scene, it ensues, there's some really cool stuff, um, as, as Ego's son, the planet, um, that they're on is actually Ego, and, and Peter can control some of the, uh, the stuff that's going on there, so there's actually a big, um, fight scene between him and his dad and when Peter, uh, you know, learns to control some of the power. Um, Yondu show, you know, is here. Um, he, <laughs> he's Mary Poppins, y'all, uh, which is a fun thing. Uh, so essentially the movie ends, Peter Quill has killed his father. Uh, and, uh, and lost his immortality in the process. You know, the bit of the reason why he could handle, Holding the Infinity Stone for as long as they did. Um, and wielding its power. So yeah, super bridge version. There's a whole subplot in there with uh, Rocket pushing himself away from, from his friends. And and uh, um, Nebula and, and Gamora coming closer together as sisters. Um, you know, which which will play, play bigger parts uh, in the future. Um, uh, man, what was the other thing? Um, oh yeah, Yondu ends up actually passing away in this one. Um, and, and there's a whole nother plot in there about him and the kids and how he, he kerfuffled the, um, kerfuffled. <laughs> he, he, uh, messed up the Ravenger code. He, he, he didn't follow the Ravenger code. They don't deal in kids. Um, no people trafficking. Um, so 
yeah, so he got he got pretty much banned from the Ravengers, and uh, so there's a scene in there where all the Ravengers show up for his funeral, and they you know show him the give him the a, a Ravenger send off, which was really cool. Um, but yeah, so I mean, uh, uh, the end of this movie also Peter and uh, Gamora end up uh, you know their their love interest comes comes through, and you could see that. Uh, um, you know, their unspoken thing uh, turns into uh, more than an unspoken thing, I guess. I don't know. Whatever. It's cool. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, There's, uh, yeah. It's good. It's good that way. It's good that way. So, jump into probably my favorite Marvel movie of this phase. Um, Captain. Cap Winter Soldier, Captain America. Hey, Cap. Capty Cap. Cap, Cap, cap Um, So, yeah. Probably my favorite one. Cap is back. Um, and uh, he's running ops for uh, for S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, Black Widow's there with um, running ops. Um, Nick Fury is there running shit in the background, as the guy does. Although this is probably the most screen time you get with... Nick Fury in any of the movies up, you know, he plays our bigger part as director of shield. Um, probably as much as he had in Avengers. So, um, it was a cool movie. I really like this movie. There's a lot of little tidbit stuff, um, Easter eggs and whatnot. We're also introduced to the Falcon and he is kind of, um, is he's like a military guy. He's one of one of Steve Rogers, Captain America's uh, um, confidants, and you know, on his side kind of thing. Um, and he is a like ex-military glider guy. I don't sure. Um, so he 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 deals with helping people get back on their feet after military service. Um, you know help them deal with the the at home life and the transition and all that stuff and there's not really a good transition yeah i understand so uh it's just cool to kind of see that kind of stuff um on the big screen uh yeah so yeah 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 but uh yeah so they're out running ops for the for Shield. Uh, too bad Shield is the bad guys this time around. <laughs> too soon? Ah uh, well. Uh, assassination. Uh, w- uh, Winter Soldier attempt on on Nick Fury. Kind of kind of puts that whole thing in motion about Shield being the bad guys. So yeah. Um, Cap gets called in. Uh, they want to know what what Nick has told them. And basically, he becomes enemy of the state, enemy of Shield, anyways. So, um, Shield basically has been infiltrated by Hydra. So, they are um, they are bad guys. Uh, and Hydra, of course, if you recall, was from the first Captain America movie, um, the Germans. So, they they sit and play some a, a plan to strip people of their freedoms of their own volition instead of taking them. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. When people give up their freedoms for safety, you know, it's okay. People accept that. Whereas if 
you know, you take people's freedoms, but people don't accept that. So, yeah, yeah, totally get the, totally get the idea behind it. It's funny, you know, it's one of those things that, uh, uh, I, I find very interesting, um, and, uh, try, try to remind said things. It always comes up. It's kind of political. Um, you know, when, when new laws come into order, you know, you got, you have to think about, is this really for the betterment of everyone or, you know, is it, uh, is it, uh, to only to make a few really safe, you know, like it's, yeah. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> there's a secret base and, uh, Zola from, from the first Captain America movie and the German scientist who had become, uh, traitor to the hydra rule uh his mind gets uploaded to some old computer database thing down there uh he's he's running stuff down there um you know explains that hydra has infiltrated long ago and explains those plans as i was telling you guys about the uh taking letting people hand over those freedoms um and basically if you're paying attention to this kind of stuff you can see uh, the dossier about uh the winter soldier killing um, Tony Stark's uh, parents, which is really cool. Uh, lots of little Easter eggs. Like I said, if you if you're paying attention to this movie, sometimes it's not stuff that is said. Sometimes it's stuff that's written. Sometimes it's stuff that's um, you know, like you see in a quick flash. But it's still neat. Um, so yeah, uh, you guys might be wondering who is the Winter Soldier. Oh, that's right, you guys have seen the movies. The Winter Soldier is Bucky, right? You know, his, his old, the uh, Cap's old uh, childhood friend. So, um, now S.H.I.E.L.D., mostly Hydra. You know, they're they're out there uh, trying to commit mass murder with the, um, uh, of anyone who would stand in their way. So, they've done some algorithm thing that, that would explain, you know, who would get in their way of, of letting, letting the, the takeover. So, uh, they're doing this. They plan to do this with a, a large fleet of those flying bases from the first movie. Uh, Tony's gone through and replaced the propeller engines with repulsors. Um, and they've outfitted those things to the guild. So, um, yeah, they could kill a lot of people. So it's up to it's up to Cap to stop them. And, uh, you know, that, that, that's, that's what Cap does. This wouldn't be a superhero movie if it didn't end all nice and tidy. Um, and Cap even on several occasions during the movie reaches out to, to Buck, uh, the Winter Soldier and, and gets him confused and whatnot. And that's how you could tell he's still kind of in there. But, uh, at the end of this movie, he, he can really tell he makes the impact, uh, movie ends, Bucky's out, uh, viewing his own memorial in, in, in one of the museums. Um, but, uh, he, he's, he's in the wind. He's lost. He's, he's on the run. Um, so that's where, that's where everyone ends up. Um, Black Widow puts all of S.H.I.E.L.D.'s secrets out on, out on the web, um, including some of her own. That's, that's what it is though. So, yeah. Yeah. It's good. So, you know, that's, that's the whole movie train right up until the next Avengers film, guys. That, that was, that was insane. Um, so yeah. Age of Ultron, the uh, Cap to uh, um, Phase Two, right? So we've got uh, Captain America, Thor, Iron Man, the Hulk, Black Widow, Hawkeye, 
you know, all, all of them there. Again, um, the standard Avengers fair these days, if you guys haven't noticed, is, uh, all those guys are on the same screen. Um, so they're all at it. They're after Loki Scepter, which is kind of being, uh, which holds, which holds the Mind Stone, which is, which is in the hands of Hydra agents, um, uh, they're, they're using it to do, develop some crazy shit. Um, so they, they get the, they collect the specter, the, um, scepter, specter, <laughs> scepter, um, and Tony and, uh, Dr. Banner, uh, you know, not the Hulk, uh, try, try to use the scepter to, um, make a new AI and boom, Ultron is born. Uh, they didn't purposely do that. He kind of just formulated when everyone was kind of out of the room and, uh, he, he attacked Jarvis and whatnot, all that good stuff. And then infiltrated a whole bunch of other suits and was got into the Avengers programs and all this other stuff. So he's out there. Um, Ultron's purpose in life is to, you know, what Tony wanted was peace in our time. Well, so his purpose is to make peace on earth in our time. And no better way to do that than to kill all humans. And uh, he plans on doing that by making an asteroid crash into Earth. Or turn a city into an asteroid and crash into Earth. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the second one. Yep, that one. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> uh, Ultron also creates a bunch of different bodies uh, in, in this. And uh, throughout the progression of the movie, he makes more sophisticated bodies and so on and so forth. He has this new body created, which is um, a special one, synthetic. It's it's robot, human, android. Um, but before his uh, mind can be uploaded onto it, it's stolen by the Avengers. Um, and and uh, Tony and Banner again get the bright idea. Let's let's mess with stuff and end up throwing Jarvis into it with the Mind Stone, I guess. I don't know. They do some stuff. Thor comes in and smacks shit with a hammer. Uh, it was very divided. The team was, didn't agree on this. Uh, um, well, a lot of people were like, you just made Ultron, you idiot. What are you, what are you doing? Um, but uh, yeah, so they, they do this and uh, Vision is born. <laughs> um, so we get, we get two sentient AI creatures in the same film. Uh, yeah, born, born in the same film too. So that's crazy. Um, but yeah, I guess, I guess it's, uh, also important note, a note to make, at uh, up until this point, you know, uh, um, Ultron had been working with two enhanced individuals, you know, mutants, uh, who are created by using the Mind Stone in this universe, uh, Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver. And uh, they were all on the same side until they learned Ultron's real plan, which was to, you know, the Fallen City thing. Um, they were all for the Kill the Avengers, but uh, Fallen City, bad. Um, yeah, yeah, poor Soko- Sokovia. Um, yeah, big battle ensues. Giant battle, in fact. Um Ultron has made, like, I think thousands of copies of himself. I don't know. Um, they don't really, I don't think they get into the numbers of that. But, um, so he's using a nose to fight. It's a lot of fun to watch this, this fight scene. 
Um, the Avengers are working together with their newfound friends. Um, you know, it's important to note uh, that, 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 that Hawkeye has kind of been a big moral compass this movie go around. There's no S.H.I.E.L.D., right, because that happened in the last movie. So S.H.I.E.L.D.'s gone. The Avengers are kind of just running running around free to do what they will. Um, and, and, and Hawkeye's kind of been the moral compass of the team. He's keeping, he's keeping everyone kind of in check. Um, for the most part. Um, but tragically, Quicksilver ends up actually dying in this, trying to save Hawkeye. Um, you know, when you, when you have the bad kid who you've been fighting against the whole time, they make quips back and forth. Like, uh, didn't see that coming, did you? And those two kind of have this bond developing, even though they're enemies, um, throughout, so, uh, you know, it ends and, and Quicksilver dies and he, you didn't see that coming. And, uh, yeah, so, um, but the day is saved, right? The city falls and from a really high, high height, uh, and destroys, it has to, it has to be destroyed. They have to blow up the whole city. Um, I'm pretty sure. And, uh, I'm pretty sure a lot of people still die. But the planet, a lot, you know, is still still around. Uh, they evacuate the the people who are up on the city to more of those flying ships. You know, they uh, I think I think it's actually the one from Avengers, um, the first one because it's got the propeller uh, wings, not the propulsion ones. Um, so they've got the the flying base um, there. They're dumping people off onto, but uh, the city still falls, and there's still people down below. Um, and, you know. Um, I, you know, the, 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 yeah, the the movie basically ends, um, with, with, uh, the vision, um, finishing off the last, uh, Ultron clone and, uh, you know, uh, Ultron dealing with a little bit of his mortality there. Um, so yeah. Oh yeah. Snap. The Hulk runs away in a stealth jet. Him and him and uh, Bla- uh, Black Widow kind of had this thing going on for the majority of the film, and and she's she's the the one who um, sun's getting real low, big guy, and bring brings the Hulk back, but uh, to Banner, but uh, yeah, that doesn't that doesn't work. They 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 even talked about running away together, but uh, no, no, runs away on his own, steals the stealth jet, runs away, but uh, yeah. So that's gonna that's gonna do it for me tonight, guys. Uh, and I, I hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, you know we we ran down how many damn movies, and in this short period of time, Iron Man three, Thor two, Guardians of the Galaxy one, Guardians of the Galaxy two, and Captain America, and even Age of Ultron. So that's six movies, guys. We went through six movies in phase two. Um, yeah. So that's that. That was a good time. It was a short short run through. Uh, but like I said, I think I did a better job of being more um, coherent in in what I was saying, and kind of trying to weave in a few key points. I think as as far as how the plot moves um, through some of these and and whatnot. But uh, yeah, you guys let me know. You let me know. You let me know. Well, the third one's coming. So <laughs> um, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, unfortunately, it's a time where I got to get to say goodbye. Uh, let's play games. Find me out there on Xbox on Big Thumpin' 101. Also, find me under Big Thumpin' 101 on Twitch, Twitter, Mixer. Uh, don't forget, every Wednesday at 8.30. 
on Mixer, still Mixer right now. Uh, me and my two brothers do a little thing we like to call a brother's fire team where we shoot things in the face. And that's, you know, that's that's me and my brother Locutus Teddy. And if you guys like listening to this and you like the solo version, um, go check out uh, Solo Files on on uh geek on my level uh he, he does he does a uh podcast over there so you guys can probably find that on all the same providers don't even gotta go nowhere uh so yeah also follow us on our big vision gaming facebook page uh also tweet us at big vision gaming these are the best places you guys can tell us topics uh or games or movies or stuff you want us to discuss on the show um also, just plain give us feedback. Tell us how we're doing. Uh, as always, don't forget to hit that like, subscribe, and share us with a friend. And stop back next week for another exciting episode of Marvel Phase 3. And maybe something else. You know, there's always maybe. Uh, yeah. Bye.